Hello and thank you for joining me on the Business Essentials Podcast. This is where it gets real and we break down everything you need to know about building and running a successful business. We'll chat about strategies, finances, tools, systems, leadership, and everything in between. My name is Viola Wheeling and I'm your host. Come hang out with me for a couple minutes. Welcome to episode six of the Business Essentials podcast. And in this episode, I'll be talking about processes and systems. And this is one of my other favorite things to talk about because it is crucial in everybody's company, organization, whether you're starting up, whether you're big. It is a big, big piece of the puzzle when it comes to achieving business success. So that's why it's one of my favorite things to talk about because I come across a lot of broken processes and systems and I just like my heart aches because I'm like this, you're losing money by not having this right. You're losing efficiency. There's so many things that um, you're losing by having a bad system. You're losing peace of mind. I mean, I, the list goes on. But anyways, um, processes. So in this episode, I'll be talking about processes. I'll be talking about why they are important and the benefits and I also highlight and define for you what a good process should look like so that you can kind of take stock of your internal processes and systems and see how you square up and then see if there's room for improvement and, um, and things like that. So um, before we go into the meat of the episode, I just first want to differentiate um, between a process and a system and I'm sure you were all familiar but it's just kind of good to have that constant reminder so a process is basically a group of activities that work together to achieve a common goal and so um, for example if I want to um save in accounting right my accounts payable process the common goal there would be me paying my vendors paying um you know my consultants or whatever it's like the how do i pay my bills basically so that will be the common goal and then the activities that make up um from end to end make up that whole process that whole that will be called my process, right? So all the activities working together to achieve the goal of um, accounts payables. And um, a system would be a group of processes that work together to make it function. So an example of a system, I'm staying with the finance example, an example of a system would be like your finance and accounting system. So within your finance and accounting system, you would have all these different processes like your accounts payables, accounts receivables, um, your internal controls, just whatever would go within you know that big system of accounting and finance. And then you have the 
the different processes that make up that system. So I hope that kind of clears it up and, and really kind of differentiate between the two. So within everyone's company or organization, um, there's common systems that we would find regardless of your industry, right? So everybody has financial transactions. So you would have in common with probably everyone would be, you know, your accounting and finance system. Um, you would also have your HR system and depending on the number of employees or consultants that you have, it might be just a small system or it might be robust. And um, you would also have your operations which would be, you know, your day-to-day -day of really getting your product or service off the ground. So everybody has some level of operating system and um, and you have your IT systems and what have you. So there's some things that are kind of common to everyone and some things may be unique to um, different businesses based on their industry. But regardless of, you know, what it is, it's good to know what the systems that run your business because everything runs on systems and processes, whether we know it or not, whether we're intentional about it or not. And my goal is really for us to be intentional about the types of processes that are running our company. Okay, so again... Whether we're intentional about it or not, we're all running on systems. And we, my goal is for at the end of this episode that we, we become intentional about having efficient, effective, well-run systems that are getting the job done. Okay, so um, just to kind of add to, you know, the business example, there are other things when you look around us that are a reminder of the importance of system in just anything, right? I know for me, when I think about systems, I'm thinking about like a manufacturing and all this moving parts and nuts and bolts and things like that. And we can look at that as an example and say, it's the same thing with business. In that whole system of creating whatever product or manufacturing whatever product, with all, you know, the wheels spinning and everything, if one process, okay, one activity within that whole chain of um, processes, if one is broken, you basically don't have a product or you're, you basically have a compromised product. So every single thing that goes into, um, every single process that goes into our businesses affects our product or um, end result in one way or another. Some of them might affect it heavily because they may be directly related to the product or service, or some of them may affect it indirectly, but regardless, it is being affected if we don't have, you know, the, the best or the right systems that work for our company. Another example um, we can look at is our bodies, right? Our bodies are full of systems. I mean, 
I'm trying to pull onto my biology knowledge here, but I think we have like 11 systems within our bodies. So the whole human body runs on different systems. And um, let me see, an easy one to think about will be um, maybe like a reproductive system or actually a digestive system. That's easier. So when you think about your digestive system, that system deals with um, you intaking food and the food going through your body and being processed and um, digesting and providing nutrients, I guess, to the different parts of your body that need it. And so there's so many different processes in there. When something is wrong with, you know, I know it starts, so the input when you start eating food, it starts from your mouth and it goes into your mouth and you chew it and the saliva from, I guess, your saliva glands or something, um, you know, kind of churns the food and pushes it down. But everything, every little process in this whole system has a purpose and the purpose is for you to achieve that big function of digesting the food. Now, this is a bit of an overreach, but if you have issues with your saliva, for example, and you have, I don't even know if that kind of issue exists. Say you have an issue where your saliva glands are not producing enough saliva for you to churn your food in so that it can go down the digestive tract. Guess what? That's going to affect how your food gets digested and how it supplies the nutrients to the rest of your body. And that will ultimately affect, you know, the nutrients that other body parts are receiving and that affects your health. So all of this rambling that I'm going around is to really emphasize <laughs> why systems are such a big deal within your company and why they must be done right and to emphasize how important they are and why we should really take it seriously if we are trying to achieve um, success. And I know that a lot of small businesses, we kind of think like, well, when I get to XYZ point, I will you know, have the right processes and I'll look into my, but it's better to start now, okay? You wanna start now for so many reasons, um, don't wait until you're, you know, you've reached like whatever you're trying to achieve. Because again, I always say this, I'm a strong believer in you doing your best now and not waiting to get to a certain point before you start doing that. Because if you can't do it now, you probably cannot do it when you get to whatever point you think, you know, you want to achieve. So anyways, um, the now that we understand <laughs> now that we're sold on why processes are so crucial and important in our business success the other thing i want to talk about is really just highlighting the why i know i've highlighted some things but i want to really drive the point home and make it um make it plain and i'm going to give you four reasons okay why um, you should have the right systems and processes in place. And the first thing is the cost savings. Okay, 
this doesn't seem obvious because of course when you're um when you're working on a process you're using your time so in it may not directly seem like it's there's a cost saving there but your most precious resource is your time right you can have it back and if you spend your time doing um working on an inefficient process you're most likely doing it in way more time than you need to whereas if you have a good simple effective working process you do it in way less time and time again is equals to money and i just want to use one example if you have one process that is grossly inefficient the amount of time that you save by updating that process can be um can really lead up to about 3 weeks of wasted time in a in a year so think about it if you have a grossly inefficient process first you take too much time to do it because every time you come in you probably um do it one way or do it the other way have to fix it have to figure it out and then you probably make a mistake have to go back and fix it you literally can waste 30 minutes and this is to me 30 minutes is on the low end like i've seen people waste so much more time on a bad process when you think about 30 minutes a day and equate that to a year that's 3 weeks in a year that you've wasted in a bad process and this my friend i'm talking about is just one process and there are so many processes within your company so in the big scheme of things i mean you can be talking about months of wasted time in a bad process oh my gosh like if you give me an additional month in a year the things i could do right i mean so it equates to money it equates to just think about your time and how much your time is worth or think about how much you're paying an employee to work on a shitty system they could have been using that time to do other things or to do um to do less hours however way you want to look at it it has dollar signs all over it so cost savings number 1 verbatim i mean right you have the right systems and processes you're keeping money in your pocket and frankly that's why we're in business to make money the second thing is scalability and growth and basically i mean the only way for us to grow and to scale is to have processes and systems there's just no other way around it because we cannot multiply ourselves if we want to grow you you have to grow by being able to multiply your operations right so if you're trying to grow to two locations you're going to have to double the things that you do and multiply your operations well we as human beings cannot multiply so we have to rely on the processes and make sure they are uniform and so that they can um we can multiply those and then have the right people or just have people to uh, manage the processes so the only way we can truly grow is to have efficient and effective processes um that are uniform across the board so that our product 
is consistent as we grow so that regardless of who is walking that process, we have a consistent brand and we're delivering um, consistent products or services and it doesn't change based on who is on the clock. Okay, so that's the second. And the third thing I want to highlight is that having good processes improve your customer service. Why? Because when you are doing something, first of all, in order to have a good system, you took time out to review, evaluate, and come up with the best way possible to achieve that um, goal of what that process is all about. So by you doing that, first of all, you're, you're already achieving, um, you're already delivering uh, the service or the product to the customer in the most optimum way possible. So having that documented and having that repeated over and over, you're basically guaranteeing that you're going to be delivering this service consistently to your customers and they are, they are going to be satisfied because it's doing what it's the process is doing what it's supposed to do and you have happy customers so a good system a good process would guarantee you a high level of customer satisfaction and the last thing that i want to highlight when it comes to um, processes is that it would um, ensure that you have a high quality of service or product and again this kind of ties in with customer satisfaction because you having a good process means that you took time obviously to um, create a great process that would um, achieve optimum results and would be have the quality that you desire so executing that would ensure that you are you know producing at that quality level um, that you have set for yourself or for your company so those are the five compelling reasons that um, we should all be reviewing reasons why we should all um, be constantly reviewing our systems and our processes to make sure that they are operating at an optimum level and achieving the reason or achieving the purpose for which they were created okay so what does that mean for you so my advice would be to take stock of your processes and um, this is what I did right do a simple exercise on Excel go through all the different systems that I initially identified and if you need help you can Google and see um, you know just gen generic systems within all companies and customize them to your company so go through operations okay go through customer service what does that system look like go through finance what does that look like marketing what is what are the different processes within each of these different systems um, that you currently execute within your company when you list out those systems list the processes that go in to creating to making that system function so for example within marketing 
what are the different things that you do within marketing do you um do you send out newsletters what is the process of doing your newsletter what is the process of doing your social media what is the process what are the different marketing activities and processes that go into that big function system list those out and from when you have all your processes you want to see what's working and what you feel like needs to be improved and identify the systems that are the processes that are working and identify the ones that are not so great and you start from there and um, making those improvements now when you're identifying the great and not so great what are you looking for to define or to determine whether its system is great or not so i want to give you a couple of pointers of things to look for okay so when you pick up a system um when you pick up a process sorry first of all for each process you want to have a clear purpose right what is the purpose of this um process i want to go back to the finance example because i'm a accounting and finance geek um, so let me go back to that example. So we were first talking about, um, your accounting and finance system. Okay. So the one process we highlighted was your accounts payables and what will be the purpose of the accounts payables? Your accounts payables is basically to ensure that you are processing in, um, your payables, uh, in a timely manner and um, that's basically it you're processing your payables and nothing is falling through the cracks because if you have things falling through the cracks then you have issues with vendors you have issues with your service interruptions and things like that so it's important to have a process where everybody goes through that process to ensure that you are taking care of all your bills in a timely manner so you can keep your company running so that's the purpose of that of that process so you want to make sure that you're clear on the purpose the second thing is for each process who is who is the owner who is um who is executing this process and it may change but it's always good to have um have that identified and if it changes also have that identification um, updated because if I come into you know your company I want to know who's doing what you want to know who's doing what so um, have that owner established and then the other thing is you want to you want to determine for each for the accounts payable process say you know we have the purpose established we have me as uh, Viola is the owner so i'm the person processing accounts payables for my company and so i want to look at is it effective okay does it achieve um the purpose that i identified so accounts payable is that an effective process in my company how do i determine that i have to look at you know are they bills that have slipped the cracks are there do i have um uh, interruption in services do I have late charges is it as a result of things not going through the right process or you know kind of oversight 
is that process basically working to achieve the purpose and um, if it's working then that means it's being effective in what it's meant for but if it's not working then we want to make sure we uh, go back to the drawing board and update it to make sure that it's working properly effectively okay so the next thing is you want to keep it simple there are so many ways um so many different ways right to achieve or to get to a certain point you can do one thing 10 times but you don't want to do it in the most complicated way possible you want to do you want to keep it simple because when it's simple it's more efficient and it probably uses less resources makes it com less complicated makes it easy to adopt and makes it easy for the owner to um maneuver and things like that so you want to keep it simple so that it's efficient in doing what it's meant for you don't want one process to take you 10 uh, times longer if it can take you you know a lesser time so so that's the third thing so the first thing is you want to be clear that's actually the fourth thing you want to be clear on the purpose you want to have an owner and you want to make sure your the process is effective in achieving the purpose and the fourth thing is you want to keep it simple and efficient okay so that's kind of the the meat of the process now when you have that you want to make sure it's documented okay it can't be in your head it has to be documented and it can be as simple again as just writing it down in a google document and saving it it has to be documented because your goal is like if somebody comes into your company tomorrow to take over they can pick up you know your your sops and just kind of roll they don't need to call you and be like how do you do this anybody can come in and run the process okay so document it and you can literally, if you don't have it documented, you can start by even doing voice notes and just recording what you do step by step. Um, I use voice notes a lot. Oh my gosh. Because sometimes when the ideas are flowing, I just talk into my voice note and it goes into text and I email it to myself and then I can walk from there. Um, I digress. However, I was just mentioning a good tool that you can use to help you get that process started so you want to have it um, documented and you also want to have a robust process and robust you probably have come before documented but anyways so with robust you basically want it to be able to adapt to different circumstances you don't want a one case scenario process. You want a process that um, <laughs> is robust enough to accommodate all the different scenarios that could come up. And uh, so with accounts payables, for example, what if, you know, the vendor is sending me the bill by mail? Okay. The process should be able to address um, that scenario. But what if they send it by email? My process should be able to address um, bills coming in by email. What if they don't send it at all? What if like it's an automatic um, payment? You know, so it just just on a high level, 
that example right there but there's so many different um decisions within a process that come up you want to be able to be clear and um and provide guidelines for each of those scenarios so that you're leaving a lot of the you're you're not so you're not leaving i guess the the decision making up to the owner you're kind of providing that guideline um so that it is uniform because what happens when you don't have a clear guideline on um what those different or how to handle the different scenarios what happens is that people tend to use their intuition and when you have 10 different people doing the same process that's 10 different intuitions and that's 10 different outcomes so you want to be as clear um, as possible on and providing guidelines so that your system is robust enough to adapt to all the different circumstances because there are many okay so those are i think i mentioned six and let me just kind of go through them real quick um clear purpose for every process you want to have a clear purpose you want to have an owner you want to have it effective you want to have a simple an efficient system you want to have a robust system and last but certainly not the least you want it to be documented okay so that's a lot that's a lot of information and I hope you're staying with me but I just I think it is it is so important guys it is so important um, to make sure that your company is run on effective processes it saves you a lot of money it takes you to another level when it comes to success and that's one less thing you don't need to worry about you don't have to worry about the headache of trying to figure out how do you do this how do you do that because it's documented anybody can do it if you're sick today or if you can't come in today and you're growing your team you don't have to worry about oh i'm the only one that knows how to do everything no if you have processes for everything that's how you grow. People can come in and here, this is how you do this. Take it and run with it. And you don't have to worry about it not coming out the way you want or not having the same um, results or, you know, effectiveness or whatever. Because your system is tried and true and is ready to go. So that's what this is all about. Um, I hope you learned something from this. And I just want to say I'm currently... For every process, there's so much more, right? When it comes to a process, I'm working on a course right now that is going to go live June 30th. And it is going to be all about um, really kind of going through the process, creating processes and systems. And um, I'll go deeper into the different components that even make up a process because for each process, you have to understand all the different moving parts, right? Get really granular. The more you get granular, clear, and um, addressing all these different components, the better and tried and true your um, process would be. So I'll go into all of that. I have great worksheets. Um, I would have um, things to help with documenting the processes and things like that. But stay tuned for that. If you're um, interested, it's going to be coming out um, uh, June 30th, 
and we are in 2020 in case you're listening to this next year or something but anyways so that is all i have for you guys um again thank you for joining me thank you for staying to the end and i'll see you next time thank you for hanging out with me during this episode if you have any questions or comments i would really love to hear from you bye for now and always remember you've got what it takes to win